Life has been very strange. You find yourself in a place that you don't recognize, being someone you don't recognize, thinking thoughts that are not your usual thoughts and doing things and saying things that feel stale, lifeless and on some level meaningless as well. It's as if you've been caught in a stream and you had no control on where you're going and this stream has been drifting you for so long until you just gave in and accepted that this river, this stream is quote-unquote reality and you've accepted it as it is. You no longer have the motive to fight back or to try to swim towards the direction you want. You just go where it wants you to go. Well, you look back and you think, what happened? When did I start losing my grip on what I want to do, what I want to be, on who I am. Who is this stranger that I've become? And well, the longer you stay in this state, the harder it becomes for you to get out. The negative thoughts and the negative influences grow stronger while those that have desire, those thoughts that say, I will not give up, I will do something about it, they grow weaker and you get used to being someone who's negative or bitter or all around just in a grumpy mental state, viewing life with a lens that's really grim and dark. So what do you do? Do you just accept this reality? Give in and let it take you wherever it takes you? Or do you do something about it? Stand up for yourself. Act according to what you really want. Well, first of all, that question isn't an easy one to answer because you have so many obstacles if you are in this uh, state. First of all, you have to struggle against your own feelings and thoughts. You don't feel like doing anything. You don't desire to do anything. At this point, you are against yourself first. Secondly, you may not know what you can or can't do you may need help, a lot of it. You may need knowledge and education and training and time and, and every excuse you can come up with is stacked up against you. Now, there is a reason I chose to call it excuses because really, even when they seem so real and so brutal they are after all 
excuses. Now, choosing reasons to stand up against all of those things and choosing reasons to fight back and find something you desire is not easy. But still, to answer that question, it is up to you to first desire it, to first want it, even if, and imagine this, imagine it's dark, almost hopelessly dark, and there is a hint of light. All you need is that glimpse of light, that small hope for change. And well, think of, think of this, do you feel like there is something inside you shaking your soul vibrating desiring to do something about it refusing to give up wanting to break out like an like an animal struggling for survival it's not willing to just accept its demise that's the first step you need that initial hope, that initial desire for change. It takes a lot to figure out what you want from life. And usually what you do want changes through time. It may even turn out to be something you don't want. But here's the thing. You have to differentiate between something you truly want and something you just gave up and settled for. And sadly, the most common thing that happens is that people just give in. They accept that this is reality and they, and they allow their lives to be controlled by circumstances. So, think for yourself, is this what you want, the life that you are living? Is there anything that you can do about it? Don't think about the now only, but think about the future as well. This time will pass and you might look back in 5 or 10 years and think, damn, I'm still in the same place or I'm still in a place that I hate. And, well, look out for yourself in the future. Don't just give in now and deal with the consequences years later. You know, it's funny how you're the one person who knows you best. Um, you've seen yourself in all your situations, all your circumstances. You've known yourself through everything that you've gone through in life yet somehow your opinion of yourself isn't always correct or accurate sometimes it's influenced by your own opinion of yourself it might be too harsh it might be too punishing or in some cases or maybe even many cases it might be narcissistic and false 
feel that you are way greater than you actually are or way better than you actually are and in both cases it can't be beneficial or harmful if you judge yourself and criticize yourself it might help you work harder on yourself but if you do it so much so that it turns into something punishing and self-loathing you end up feeling bad about yourself you don't you stop liking yourself you actually dislike yourself then and on the other end of the spectrum if you like yourself and feel confident and you think you deserve greatness then that will also motivate you to work hard to feel you know feel strongly that you will not give in or feel like you want to not get what you deserve or think you deserve but also if you do it too much or think way too highly of yourself then it it basically deludes you you see things that are not there you think things that are not there and for example let's say you do something a piece of work and because you are someone who's narcissistic you start to think that it's great and anyone and anyone who disagrees is a hater or someone who has a personal agenda against you so you know in both cases you have to be cautious and self-reflect so that when you you know when you go to an extreme on one of those two spectrums you will be able to pull yourself back now the thing is and I'll go with the case of not thinking highly of yourself, judging yourself and thinking that you're someone who maybe even suffers from an imposter syndrome. Usually that leads you into a very dark uh, vortex. You judge yourself, you think so lowly of yourself and it hinders you you become unable to focus you become unable to do anything and eventually you just halt you stop you fear doing something out of you fear doing something because you don't want to get judged by yourself for it and you already think that you're going to be terrible at it so you stop now usually when you go down that road you also reinforce that negative opinion of yourself with the opinion of those who are harsh as well those who give that impression that they judge you and they criticize you and they think that you you are an imposed imposter and that you are someone who is below them but the thing is, when you do that, you really become blinded to those who actually see you to be someone great, someone capable, and someone worthy. And, you know, the funny thing is, the one on top...
top of both groups is you. Those who criticize you and judge you and those who support you and think highly of you and want to see you prosper and become better. You are the first member of each group. It depends on which side of yourself you listen to. And well, I wouldn't say always feel confident and always feel that you are deserving and you are someone who is holy and incapable of making mistakes. No, but find balance. And when your opinion of yourself goes towards that dark vortex, remind yourself of those that think better of you and remind yourself that whatever it is you're thinking or feeling it is possibly not true that you are better than this and speaking of people's opinion of you keep in mind that no one knows you deeply enough before having their own perception affect how they view you I'll say it again. No one knows you deeply enough before having their own perception affect how they view you. Because, and I'm still wondering if it's a sad reality or if it's just the way things are, but I'll, let's, let's discuss this. So I think that people who form an opinion and form an idea about who you are, how you are, um, even if it's through a long period of time, they start to see you with that lens. Now you are that person based on their knowledge of you. And well, their knowledge of you is limited because when those people form a connection with you, they form a bond with you. And this bond, usually it's a positive one. Sometimes it's not a positive one. It, they are involved in it. There's a mixture. It's not purely you alone and how they feel towards you, what they think of you when you interact with them, how they see you when you interact with others. It's, it's not an actual 100% representation of who you are. It's just a representation of who you are in relation to them. Now, even when you are someone who is exactly the same person, no matter the situation, and I'm, I'm thinking that's usually the case. Um, I, I certainly make it a point to always remain that way myself. Keep in mind, that when someone has an opinion of you and their relation with you, their relation with you lacks open communication and selfless listening. And by selfless listening, I mean they are not uh, biased and they're not involving their own emotions and their own point of view. Um, when you have open communication there, idea of you keeps updating it keeps getting better it keeps getting more accurate but when that 
communication halts and it stops, then they become outdated with who you are. They they know you based on a version that they were in contact with. And, uh, well, I'm not saying that you change all the time, but having open communication, even if it stops, actually, even if that communication stops, uh, well, let me put it this way. Having open communication and selfless listening with someone is the best way to get to know someone and for them to get to know you. And when those two are lacking or you find instances that you are unable to openly communicate. You find that there are walls between you two and you can't talk or one of you is unwilling to listen, then that's what what's going to happen. Their opinion and their idea of you will become distorted by their own perception. And, well, let's say... Let's talk about your opinion and your uh, idea of someone. Let's talk on the other side. You are the one who's having opinions of people. How do you be true to that and not become distorted by your own perception? Keep in mind that people are complex creatures and even when they are simple, even when they behave simply and they are even when they are like a summer's breeze light and calm and quiet and lovely keep in mind that you might be perceiving them from a limited point of view and be accepting of the idea that there might be more to them than this they might be more than just what you know about them and accept that to be part of their personality because i think what we need is acceptance and awareness perhaps to be conscious of the fact that people are not the limited idea we have of them it's not the simplified idea we have of them certainly that's the case with you as well and you know if you have someone who let's say let's say maybe you're thinking about them right now if you have someone whom you can openly communicate with you can both of you listen to each other selflessly and don't feel like you have to hold back or feel like it would be awkward to reach out to them and speak up with no with no need to filter your thoughts or say things you don't mean or try to quote end quote be nice you can't say it clearly you can be authentically yourself with them then you're the lucky one because most of us are bitter over someone setting fire to our insides for fun to distract our hearts from ever missing them but we're forever missing them 
That Was Youth by Daughter, one of my favorite songs. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.